about 12, 12, 15 p.m. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, by Marineland Boating Center, on the web at marinelandwacoyamaha.com, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. I feel I feel optimistic. I think that's probably a good a good word. Um, you know, we've got some guys coming back at that position. I think um, we've got guys coming back at other positions. So I think our um, our depth is getting bolstered there. I think you know we've got the test results we're waiting for today, and then we've got a couple more. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. You know, I, I think we, Houston, are, uh, we, Baylor, have been extremely um, transparent and in, in upfront. Um, grateful to the way La Tech handled it, right, with us. And, um, you know, we, I think and hope we did the same with, with Houston. And, um, you know, we would we would expect the, the same of, of any opponent that uh, that we're playing. And, and um, so we're going to continue to be transparent and, you uh, and give a, as much of a heads up as, as you possibly can. Now here's the State of Texas Co-Sportscaster of the Year, John Morris and Garrett Ross. Hi and welcome, John Morris Show on a Friday. Glad you're with us. Big 12 Friday, high school football Friday. Beautiful weather here in Central Texas. Man, this is going to be some kind of weekend. A lot of football going on high school-wise tonight. And the Baylor Bears on the field tomorrow opening the season. Welcome in. Glad you're with us. Uh, talk all about that today. Garrett will give us a high school preview coming up in a bit. Chris Allman will join us and uh, give us fun facts to know and share and tell and amaze your friends with about Baylor's uh, opponent this week, the Kansas Jayhawks. So we look forward to Chris coming in. And we'll look at the entire Big 12 schedule. And, uh, Garrett, this is really, I mean, this is really, I heard somebody refer to it as uh, Big Boys Football Weekend <laughs> with uh, Big 12 really going and the SEC starting this weekend as well. Oh. I couldn't agree more. Like I know we've had games over the past couple of weeks, but this actually feels like the legitimate start. And, and I think that's right is once you have all these programs in action and it, it just feels like, like the timing is perfect, you know, and, and I understand we had the smaller schools going. We had some schools in action uh, in the big 12, but yeah, this is definitely one to keep an eye on. Boy, big time. And uh, news out, I guess, last night that the uh, Pac-12 is going to play. They're going to play a shortened schedule. Uh, what is it? Seven-game season. Yeah. The opening weekend will be November 6th and 7th. So here comes the uh, Pac-12 back to the party. And the uh, Mountain West is going to do the same. They have changed course. They'll play an eight-game football season beginning in October. I just, it, To me, it made more sense if everybody would have I still go back to this. Everybody should have been on the same page yeah. with these decisions. Oh, and, yeah. you know, bringing these guys in late, I just don't see how that's going to work as far as, you know, deciding who, who gets to make the playoff. And I've seen somewhere yesterday where they're talking about everybody, every team will be bowl eligible <laughs> yeah. this season. You know, you can have a losing team, you know, be in a bowl game. And uh, to me, that's ridiculous. You know, it, you shouldn't do that. But I think the the most important thing is how will teams coming in from the Pac-12, like Oregon, who would might be in the mix, you know, for a, a national or a playoff berth. 
and you know the teams like Ohio State coming in later, how is that going to work? Right, entering them into the rankings, I, I think that's a disservice to the teams in the Big Twelve and the SEC and the ACC who are already playing. Yeah, uh, it's it's it obviously is going to be very different this year and. Teams, for the most part, are going to play a different number of games. I mean, Baylor, if we play out the rest of the season, we'll have nine games. Pretty much everybody else will, except TCU in the Big 12, mm-hmm. will have ten games. Uh, Big 10 is going to have, what do they have, an eight-game schedule? Is that what, eight or nine Eight or nine, schedule? I believe. Eight, I think, eight-game schedule. And then they're, uh, they're going to do a conference championship Saturday, which is really not a bad idea. So on the day when they play the Big Ten championship, mm-hmm. they'll also have the top two teams will play in the Big Ten championship. And then they'll uh, seed and have everybody else play a game like the number two teams. Right. East and West will play each other, three teams like that. That's a pretty good idea. I mean, that's really about the only way you can make up for the game's loss. <laughs> right. you know? and, I, I, and you might see matchups that have been played earlier in the season. You might not. So I, it is a good idea. And they're doing everything they can to make up for lost time. But, you know, it, at the same time, it's just to me, it's too little too late. Yeah. So uh, Baylor tomorrow versus Kansas. Uh, our coverage here on ESPN Central Texas begins at 2.30 with uh, ESPN Central Texas pregame show. Our Baylor alumni tailgate show is on the air at 4.30 tomorrow. 6.30 kickoff for the Bears and the Jayhawks. All the coverage here on ESPN Central Texas postgame fan forum with Derek Smith and Elliot Coffey follows the game. And uh, television is on ESPNU, and we'll remind you again, as we did, uh, well, this time last Friday, (laughs) we were promoting our uh, television show, uh, our tailgate show on TV. It'll be on KCEN-TV, and it is the first hour of our radio tailgate show, so 4.30 to 5.30. Tune in to KCEN-TV, and uh, we've got a great-looking set, great location right there on the concourse inside McLean Stadium. It'll be Brooke Bednar's and my... Myself and Derek Smith, Elliot Coffey, Seth Russell, and uh, got a good show planned for you. So that uh, I'm really looking forward to that one finally getting on the air tomorrow. No, that'll be a lot of fun, and I know all y'all got to be anticipating this this time and just fingers crossed let's actually get it to go so no that's going to be a great way for everybody to start their day i, I like how y'all have that set up yeah so uh tune that in or if you're coming to the game uh, set your dvr and record that uh because i think we'll have lots of good information there so again that's tv tomorrow kcen tv 4 30 to 5 30 for our debut of the uh, Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show on television. All right, we got all that uh, tomorrow. Looking forward to the games. West Virginia, uh, Oklahoma State's going to be a good game. Uh, yeah, looking forward to that one. TCU and Iowa State, I think that's going to be a good mm-hmm. game. I'm looking forward to that. Iowa State looking to bounce back from a season opening loss. TCU, like Baylor, playing their season opener coming up tomorrow. And uh, Texas plays uh, Texas Tech tomorrow. Uh, what's the other one? K-State at Oklahoma tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember K-State beat Oklahoma last year in Manhattan, and they actually won two years ago in Norman. So they've beaten OU two years in a row. Yeah, they've really had their number, and I think it's just great matchups. You know, yeah. sometimes Kansas State's always done that. I remember growing up, they would always surprise Texas. Every time you think the Longhorns yeah. are going to do something, <laughs> here comes Kansas State. Yeah. You know, I so, said, well, just hold on. We got you. So I, I just don't see that happening this year. O- Oklahoma is so explosive. So 
you know, it could happen, but I think the Sooners take care of business. Right. I think so, too. I, I think, uh, you know, especially losing to K-State yeah. two years in a row, they, they uh, have OU's full attention. But that'll be fun to watch. I mean, Spencer Rattler was terrific in his debut uh, at quarterback for OU, but right. that was Missouri State. So let's see how he does in game two against, uh, against K-State. Yeah, and I think that's really important because this is definitely a different caliber of player that you're going to be going up against this, this time and Scheme-wise, they've had plenty of time pre- to prepare for you. You know, you've, you've actually had film for them to study, whereas going oh, yeah. into the, the first game, they, that wasn't the case. So, it, you know, I expect him to still do big things, but Kansas State will probably make it a lot more difficult for him. Well, and then there's the old adage, you know, a team makes its most improvement between game one and game two. Right. And so we'll see how that plays out, both of them playing game two. How does that play out with Baylor and Kansas? Remember last year, Kansas lost their season opener to Coastal Carolina 12 to 7, mm-hmm. 12 to 7. And then their next game, they went to Boston College and blasted them, had over 500 yards of offense. So it was a huge turnaround right. between game one and game two last year for the Jayhawks. And I think that Kansas probably has the biggest advantage of any team in the nation when it comes to playing Baylor simply because Les Miles knows David Randa. Yeah. You know, he knows Larry Fedora. He, he, he has an idea of what these guys are going to run, whereas everybody else is kind of you, you, you can look at film, but you don't know the inside mindset of these guys like he does. So yeah. it's going to be an interesting matchup. It's a good point. We asked uh, Coach Aranda that, uh, and he said, you know, he, he was very kind toward Coach Miles. He thinks the world of him, but he said that works both ways, too. You yes, know, it Dave, does. Dave knows him pretty well, also. So that'll be a good little chess match to watch, won't it, between that game tomorrow? Oh, it will. And listening, because with Les Miles coming on yesterday on game time, listening to him talk, it was almost identical to listen to coach Aranda. They're really? very thoughtful <laughs> and you know, th- th- when they give an answer, it's, you know, detailed yeah. and everything. So it, I think those guys are going to put on a show for us yeah. tomorrow. That's really cool. All right. So uh, really excited about the season. Finally getting going for Baylor. Uh, this is the fourth uh, opening opponent Baylor has had and uh, third, you know, scheduled game really for Baylor. So uh, third time's the charm for the Bears tomorrow as they look to kick the season off against the Kansas Jayhawks. Uh, remember the new website, BaylorGameDay.com. BaylorGameDay.com. Uh, that gives you everything you need to know as you come to the game. Uh, if you have a question about what you can bring in, what you you know can and can't do, what it's going to be like when you get there, every question you would have is answered there. So uh, check that out if you uh, have, have any questions at all about coming to McLean Stadium tomorrow. And even if you're not coming, you know it gives you where you can find the game, the broadcast, radio, TV, all of that. So BaylorGameDay.com is a good spot to uh, bookmark and keep in mind. I think that's a really good idea because you'd hate to somebody to show up to the game and for whatever reason not be able to get in. Right. So to right. have the information ahead of time is very essential. Digital tickets this year too. No hard tickets. So uh, everything is you know on your phone. I think that's going to be here to stay. I do too. I, and I agree. a lot of people are doing that. The MLB was real yeah. big on that. Yeah. So I honestly think that's something that's going to be here to stay. I do too. And once you get used to it, uh, and I don't think there's that much getting used to, but once you get used to it, it is uh, so much mm-hmm. nicer really. You don't have to keep up with your tickets. If you, for some reason, can't access them, they can look it up and give you right. the digital scan right there. So I think there's a lot of benefits to that. There is. And I think really the only downside, and it's not even really a downside, is for people who would like to hold on to an actual ticket, yeah. you know, like for yeah. a big game. Yeah. But there's other things. You can get a media guide. You can get something at the game That's to, true. you know, 
hold on, but you just won't have that physical ticket. That's true, and I'm kind of one of those. I, I mean, know, that's I, what I was thinking about yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've got some souvenir tickets uh, that I have held on to through the years. Uh, you know, got a lot of press passes, credentials also, mm-hmm. but some souvenir tickets that are pretty cool keepsakes. Yeah, and a lot of people are like that, but, you know, like I said, it's you can get other things, but you just won't be able to have that ticket. That's true. That's true. Or – uh, start to say, you know, uh, Baylor might make it possible to, you know, if it's a big game, a mm-hmm. big win, might have something that you can print out and save, you know, after the fact also. I, what I would like to see is those Dr. Pepper bottles come back. Oh, yeah. I, I, a lot of my friends' family had those Cotton Bowl right. Dr. Pepper bottles growing right. up, and those that were really big. awesome. Dr. Pepper, a great partner with Baylor for many, many years. All right, uh, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll get Garrett's high school preview games around the area tonight. There were some uh, last night as well. Stephenville with a big win last night. Did you see that? I didn't see that. Oh, uh, Greg Bruner was texting me about it. So I'll give you that one, and you give us everything else. That'll work. Off and running on a Friday morning. John Morris, Garrett Ross, Chris Allman will join us in just a bit. John Morris Show brought to you in part by DMRA Fine Jewelers. They're at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly sunny skies today. Should be a beautiful Friday with highs topping out at 85 degrees. Looking good for high school football tonight. Kickoff temperatures right around 78 degrees with mostly clear skies. And we'll keep it mostly clear overnight with low temperatures falling to 64. And tomorrow could start off with a few clouds in the morning. Otherwise, partly to mostly sunny skies and should be a warmer day with a high of 89. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5.30 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, DMRA Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. B&M Barbecue in Riesel is a proud supporter of all area sports and academics, including Riesel High School Indian Football. Before the game Friday night, stop by B&M Barbecue for all-you-can-eat catfish. If it's barbecue you want, try their burgers or their brisket, sausage or ribs. Whether it's one of their plates or a sandwich, you can't beat B&M Barbecue. 100 West Frederick Street in Riesel. Go Indians! Let's face it, some people just like driving around in the new. Hi, Jay here from Pickup Outfitters to talk about those truck owners that know they have naked trucks but simply don't care. You'll hear them saying something like, I'm just driving around free and easy, nothing constricting me. Gross. But there is something that can entice almost any naked truck owner. Leather. I mean, they kind of go together, right? And Pickup Outfitters is an authorized dealer and professional installer of cat skin leather seats. So I'm asking you to do your part and help us in truck nudity. The next time you're near your naked truck owner friend, you can say something like, you know what would really be sexy on your truck? Leather. And they'll get that sly smile, and you know you've hit them in their weak spot. Pickup Outfitters installs factory matching leather kits or custom kits in just about any color combination for your truck or even car. 
it's the sexy thing to do. You can be part of the problem or you can create a commotion with cat skin leather seats at Pickup Outfit. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. At Bush's Chicken, you can always count on getting the best chicken, the best tenders, and the best tea at the best value. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians for Baylor Athletics, specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sport-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, they tackle all surgical and non-surgical problems that arise from an active lifestyle. Trust the doctors that Baylor trusts, and when injuries sideline you, don't wait for Monday. Join us at 8.30 a.m. on Saturday mornings for our post-game injury evaluation clinic. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, we get you back in the game. Back with us, John Morris Show on this Friday morning, brought to you in part by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. It is the changing of the seasons. We sort of felt that this morning. Nice temperatures, high 50s here in Central Texas. Fall and hunting season are here. Certainly football is here. And at Allen Samuels, it is truck season. And that means it's time for Ram Power Days. Here's a fantastic deal on a new Ram Lone Star Crew Cab. You can get $9,750 in bonus cash and incentives or you can choose the 0% for 72 months and no payments for 90 days. With approved credit, ask for details. Ram, the highest pickup owner loyalty in America. Plus, it is Jeep Adventure Days. I drive a, I uh, love the uh, Jeep Grand Cherokee. The Jeep Gladiator Sport now has 3.9% financing for 72 months, no payments for 90 days. And Jeep has just announced that employee pricing for all is back on most Gladiator models. See Alan Samuels for today. Uh, for details, check out a new Jeep Cherokee or a Jeep Renegade. You can shop in person, feel safe doing that, or you can shop, apply, and buy online at alansamuelsdcj.com. They deliver. That is Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat. All right, back with us, Garrett. Give us the uh, high school preview. So texting, uh, visited yesterday on the phone uh, with Greg Bruner, mm -hmm. and then he texted me this morning, and he said, uh, the Ville, which is Stephenville, yeah. Ville won a big game last night. Uh, they beat number five Dumas. Oh, wow. So that's a big win for Stephenville. So there you go. That's my contribution <laughs> to the uh, high schools. That's a good contribution. That's a really good win. That's a good win. Yes, That's a really is. good win. So tell us what else we have to look forward to this evening. All right. So uh, 5A and 6A finally get to get started this week. And we had a couple of area schools in action last night. Uh, University fell to number five A&M Consolidated, 63-13. Uh, that game was here at WISD Stadium. And uh, Shoemaker got a really good win over San Angelo Central, 61-35. to 
Toby Foreman has really got that program turned around over the past few years, and he'll actually be joining us on Game Time at 11 to recap this. And one note about that is Curtis Quillen was out there from uh, Channel 6 last night. He did an excellent job. So next week, Shoemaker was supposed to host Nuevo Leon from Mexico, but they weren't able to get the waivers necessary to travel to clean. So uh, Coach Foreman told Curtis that they're going to take a second bye. Oh, wow. So that's a game that just to keep an eye on next week that's not going to be happening. Um, one game we have is number 10, Franklin, 1-2 and two at number 3, Lexington, 3-0. Three and oh. After starting the season 0-2, Franklin had a real statement win last week over Troy, 42-27. to I know a lot of people had Troy in that matchup with Herbacek, the running back, but it was a game that went back and forth, but Franklin was able to bounce back and get the win. And then uh, Lexington, they survived a great game last week with Rockdale, 35-34. to And they're led by star running back Jared Kerr. And Kerr holds 17 D1 offers, which is huge for a school of that classification size. And uh, he's a really phenomenal player, so Franklin's going to have their hands full with him. Uh, next game is Academy 4-0 at Lorena 2-1. Academy's put together back-to-back shutouts over the past two weeks, and they've only allowed 25 points all season, so their defense is really solid. And Lorena responded well last week with a 56-25 victory over Madisonville after they had to cancel that previous game with Gatesville due to COVID, so that was a nice way to come back from a situation like that. And then, like I said, uh, 5A-6A gets an action tonight, so we're going to have Georgetown at Belton. Georgetown returns a lot of starters off a team last season that went 8-4, and four, and they were an area finalist in 2019. Belton has a new head coach in Brett Stiffen, and the Tigers are hoping to do better this season. Uh, they went 3-7 and seven last year, so and that's not really typical for Belton. They're a really solid, consistent program. I would say in that district, they probably still have a chance to make a push, but those clean schools are going to have something to say about that as well. And uh, another game is West Mesquite at Waco High. Uh, West Mesquite dropped down to 5A D1 this season, and the Wranglers' new head coach is former Mejia coach Frank Sandoval. And uh, West Mesquite struggled last season. They went 2-8. and eight. They dropped down, like I said, to 5A. They're in a loaded district uh, with notable programs, Highland Park, Longview, John Tyler. So it's going to be an interesting season for West Mesquite. And uh, Waco High, they've improved under Kwame Cavill. Uh, in 2019, but they find themselves in arguably the toughest district in the state, 11-6A. I mean, it features state powers, Duncanville, DeSoto, Cedar Hill. Wow. You got some Mansfield schools in there, Midway. So it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a very tough district. Uh, They went 1-9 last season. And so this is going to be their best opportunity to claim a victory in 2020, this one. And they have a couple of uh, matchups. I think they face uh, Shoemaker, I believe, in a couple of weeks. So, it's important for them to get wins early on. Uh, another game to keep an eye on is going to be Temple at number three Longview. And you can hear this game on Fox Sports Central Texas. The pregame is going to be at 730. Uh, you have Arlington Martin and Denton Ryan playing ahead of them. They're playing at AT&T Stadium. So uh, this game, you know, that could be fluctuating with that depending right. on how that first game goes. Uh, Temple's coming off a 9-3 and season 2019 that actually ended in by district with a 41-10 loss to Longview. And uh, Longview went 11-1 and last season. I think a lot of people were looking for the Lobos to repeat as state champions. Uh, but they were upset by Dallas Jesuit in the area around 27-25. to So this is going to be an interesting matchup uh, to start the season off. And then another game to keep an eye on is going to be Robinson 2-2 versus Burnett 2-2. Uh, both of these teams... They're kind of trying to hard to figure out these programs and where they're at, but I like Robinson in this one. The game's at home, and uh, you can hear that one on uh, Kicker Country, 1590 AM, 99.3 FM. Pre-game's going to start at 7. 
And then Midway and Round Rock are going to play a scrimmage, but it's it's weird. It's, it's more so like a game, yeah. you know, but it, it's technically a scrimmage. And you can hear that here on ESPN Central Texas with the pregame starting at 7. And one interesting thing, this isn't in our area, but I've seen this, and it caught my attention. Balmeray, which is a six-man school out in West Texas, is going to travel to Nazareth tonight, okay? <laughs> this is a five-hour, one-way drive. Oh, my gosh. Balmeray is 45-point favorites, according to sixmanfootball.com. So you're looking at possibly going five hours one way for a game to end at halftime. <laughs> that to me is just with the mercy rule yes that's yeah. just mind-boggling to me wow so I, I just had to put that one out there because i seen that and i was like that's wow five hour bus ride <laughs> one way they should start at like two o'clock this afternoon it's starting at 7 30 tonight 7 30 so hopefully the bears have got like a hotel somewhere but oh, that's going to be interesting how about that that is interesting yes. that is uh midway with that uh scrimmage game like scrimmage mm -hmm. tom barfield was telling me they're going to do everything just like a game except on punts they'll punt but no returns right and on kickoffs they'll kick but no returns but other than that they're going to play it just like a game. Yeah, they will. No, the only other difference would be at halftime. Uh, they're going to do a 10-minute halftime. 10-minute halftime, so, which Tom is very much in favor of. I think a lot of people who cover games would be in favor <laughs> yeah, of that. Exactly. But, you know, what we get the band members got to do their thing. Sure. But, uh, yeah, so that's really the only differences that separate this from actually being a, you know, a scrimmage instead of a yeah. game. Somewhere down the line, it'll be a homecoming game, and it'll be 45-minute yes. homecoming. So that will that will <laughs> negate the 10-minute halftime tonight. Nice little balance, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, some good games. going to be nice out there, too. Weather-wise, going to be, uh, you know, mid-80s today for the high, mid-70s by mm -hmm. kickoff tonight. So it should be really, really nice. Should be the same tomorrow weather-wise uh, for the Baylor game. It's a 6.30 kickoff tomorrow evening. For the Bears and the Kansas Jayhawks tomorrow at McLean stadium season opener for the bears head coaching debut for dave aranda he and his uh his friend les miles on opposite sidelines from each other coming up tomorrow a lot of storylines for this game let's get some uh, fun facts to know and tell and share and amaze your friends with about baylor's opponent the kansas jayhawks from chris allman when we come back Stay with us. John Morris Show continues in a moment here on ESPN Central Texas. At Marineland Boating Center, we believe in families, fishing, and everyone who enjoys the peace of being on the water. That's why Marineland is home to Alumacraft, boats designed and built by generations of fishing enthusiasts for fishing enthusiasts. For over 70 years, Alumacraft has been providing durability and innovation. Whether it's time for water sports or the perfect catch, we've got an Alumacraft model to fit your style and budget. Marineland Boating Center, I-35 at Loop 340 South, or visit MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my community and those I care about safe from threats. Learn more about how you too can live and serve part-time close to home by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. The right call can make all the difference on and off the field. Hi, I'm Mark Stewart with Berg Colgen Ford. When it's time for a new car, truck, or SUV, Berg Colgen Ford is the right call. Come check out our award-winning lineup of best-selling models in their class. The number one Mustang, Explorer, Expedition, F-150, and Super Duty. Berg Colgen Ford proudly supports all Central Texas student-athletes. 
Make the right call for your next vehicle at Bird Colgen Ford. Bird Colgen Ford, trusted since 1936. Did you know that one out of every four men have systematic low levels of testosterone and don't even know it? If you think you're too young to worry about it, guess again. Low T levels can make you feel tired and grumpy, cause weight gain, wreak havoc on your sexual desire and performance. Petty Clinic Low T can set up same day blood screening and results. So if you're tired of being tired, I challenge you to man up. It's a private clinic with an atmosphere catering to men. Affordable too, only $150 a month. Includes lab work, office consultation, testosterone injections, and follow-up visits. Compared to $395 a month in Dallas and Austin, and you don't even have to fight the traffic. Petty Clinic Low T is board certified physician consultations will provide you with the best form of brand strength testosterone available. So listen up, if you're looking for increased energy and strength, improvement in sexual desire and performance, elevated moods, focus, and concentration. Contact Petty Low T today, just off Highway 84 at Old Hewitt Drive in Woodway. Petty Clinic Low T, PettyClinicLowT.com, or Google search Low T Waco. Do you wake up each morning with chronic joint pain or go to sleep at night with the aches and pains of a recent or old sports injury? Meet Dr. Lance Ellis, a board-certified orthopedic surgeon with Coriel Health that specializes in orthopedic spine surgery, minimally invasive treatments for bone and joint pain, hip replacement, and joint reconstruction. To learn more about Dr. Ellis's personalized treatment plans or to schedule an appointment, visit CorielHealth.org. Coriel Health, where you always feel at home. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care Waco. 833 North Valley Mills Drive. Open Monday through Friday 8 to 6, Saturday 8 to 5. High school football was in action Thursday night as Shoemaker picked up their first win of the 2020 season as they topped San Angelo Central 61-35. University, they fell to A&M Consolidated 63-13. Tonight, we'll have multiple games across our network of stations. Robinson will host Vernon on AM 1590 and 99.3 FM. Pre-game at 7 with kickoff at 7.30. Midway, they'll host Round Rock and what will be a glorified scrimmage on ESPN Central Texas at 7. And Temple will open up with Longview at AT&T Stadium with pre-game beginning at 7.30. Kickoff approximately 8 p.m. on AM 1330 and 93.9 FM, Fox Sports Central Texas. Also, all games can be streamed live on our website, CentexSportsFan.com. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. It's a Big 12 Friday on the John Moore Show on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Second and 10 from the 15 for the Bears. Hand off to Ebner again to the 10, to the 5, to the end zone. Touchdown, Tristan Ebner. Tristan Ebner, 15 yards for the Baylor score. The Bears have 30 on the board in the first half against Kansas. I mean, I heard the Sports Center update you guys just played. Whoever the announcer was was talking about, hopefully we get a break after halftime, and this game on Saturdays, you know, just kind of roll out the ball in a minute. For every team we play, this is the game typically that they feel like they have their biggest advantage. The John Morris Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, by Marineland Boating Center, on the web at marinelandwacoyamaha.com, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. 
Billingworth hands it off to Hubbard up the middle, and he blasts his way into the end zone. Pistols firing. Touchdown, Oklahoma State. Chuba Hubbard. Now for a look around the Big 12 Conference, here is the State of Texas Co-Sportscaster of the Year, John Morris and Garrett Ross. Back with us, continuing John Morris Show. Highlight cut courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Heard uh, Brian Haney, the voice of the Jayhawks, who was on with us earlier this week. Uh, Brian, uh, we love you. We love the Jayhawks. Uh, please don't hold anything against what Tim Watkins said and you heard earlier this week. And uh, uh, highlight cut courtesy of the Cowboys Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, Oklahoma State. And West Virginia, one of the top games in the Big 12 coming up tomorrow. And Chris Allman joins us now uh, to look at Baylor's opponent tomorrow, the Kansas Jayhawks, uh, with fun facts to know and tell and share and amaze your friends with. So here's the backstory, Chris, you need to know. Okay. And see if this adjusts uh, you, what you're going to say at all, okay? Mm-hmm. That me doing this last week canceled the Houston game? No, no, oh, okay. not even that. Okay, no, I great. wouldn't put that on you. Okay. I would not put that on you. <laughs> But Brian Haney was on with us Wednesday, voice yes. of the Jayhawks. And so he's on hold, and a sports center runs. And Q had done the sports center, and he used a clip from Tim Watkins. And the clip was something like, yeah, Baylor should – what was it? It was like, Baylor should be up by halftime by 31, and we can just take the break and coast. <laughs> yeah. So that was the clip he used. Oh. And Brian's on hold listening to this. And and over the course of the interview, he he referenced that a couple of times. So – we don't want to, I mean, we don't want to give them any bulletin board material, anything like that, okay? No, I, uh, I don't deliver opinions. I deliver facts. Okay, good. Of the fun kind. Stick with the facts. The yes. fun facts. I'm not here to, I'm not here to instigate. Okay. I'm here to inform. Okay, that's good. Um, and just conversate. That's good. And before we get to that, should we uh, give him a gold crown for picking Gatesville last week? I think so, man. How about that? That was a nice pick, dude. Hornet fight never pick. dies. <laughs> <laughs> and, a, and no disrespect to our friends in Hillsboro. It was a 22-16 game. Yeah. That was the final. Should have been a blowout. Gatesville cleaned really? some things up, Yeah, and it's a blowout. A couple penalties on third downs, a couple of dropped balls, a couple fumbles. Cleaned some things up. Let me say this. Lampasas, mm-hmm. lucky <laughs> that the game got canceled tomorrow night. I don't know if our, I don't know if our signal does our signal reach Lampasas? Uh, I, I think know. it should. Yeah, it might. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so no, very happy for those kids. Broke a 14 game losing streak dating back to 2018. Coach Luke Howard's first That's win a as win. a head coach. That's a great win. And a little kid named Jacob Baker, smallest guy on the field, two interceptions, including one to clinch it. Really? And I'm surprised. I'm getting goosebumps talking about it because it's my family. I'm surprised they didn't get an excessive celebration penalty because yeah. the whole team poured on the field when he made the interception. How about that? But it was re- I was just so happy for cool. you just you kind of get lost in the moment and mm-hmm. you get real happy for kids, you know? So sure. it was just it was just a neat moment for them and I'm excited for it. How them. big is Jacob Baker? Jacob Baker, if any of our Gatesville friends are listening, he can't be 5'5". Really? He can't be. Yeah. Um, but he is a dog. I mean, when he, he returns kicks and he's looking for contact, he's just a, 
I don't want to say he has little man syndrome because right. that's an insult, right. but he's not. He plays right. way bigger that's great. than he is. That's great. So congrats to the Hornets. So the whole time, how big is he? He's 5'5", 135. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. My high school program <laughs> said I was 6'190". So I'm not six, I'm barely 6'190 now. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, so... Five five one thirty is questionable. So the whole time, big win, big celebration is what's going through your mind. Yeah, I picked this. I, I picked Gatesville. Yes, that's what I was telling everyone in the stands. Good. Yeah, good. yeah. <laughs> that's what. We Make sure you thought. tune in next Friday when I do a full recap on this game on the John Morris Show at <laughs> I think We have very good. No, I was just I was very happy for them, and uh, it just because it's family, because it's my nephews, they got the first taste of winning, so that just makes it better. Very cool. Very cool. So and thank off- you for. Letting me talk about Gatesville. Oh, glad to do it. And they're off because Lampasas can't play. Lampasas can't play. I believe that is COVID-related. Okay. I don't know any specifics, but that's two weeks in a row for Lampasas, right? Yeah, they because China Spring had the issues with their program, so Lampasas had to cancel, and then yeah. now Lampasas has one. It, it bums you out for senior kids that aren't getting those games back. Yeah. Um, you know, other kids, you think, okay, it's one out of maybe 30, you know, in a career or 20 in a career mm-hmm. or more. But for senior kids especially, and, you know, you don't know if it's a homecoming game. Sure. You know, yeah. things like that. So you get bummed out for kids because you know what the experience is like for them. But you just kind of hope that every time one gets canceled, you learn from it and it doesn't happen again. Right. So. True. All right. Uh, let's switch the focus to uh, Baylor's opponent tomorrow, the Kansas Jayhawks. Give us some uh, fun facts to know and tell and share about KU. Okay. I think the funnest I think my most favorite thing about this is the alumni. I uh-huh. like talking about uh-huh. alumni. It's a so good list, isn't it? It is a good list. And one in particular, obviously, with the events of this week, become a little more prescient with the passing of Gail Sayers. Right. So we'll talk about that um, here in a few minutes. So let me just kind of hit some of the, the high points. I believe, if my research is correct, and heaven only knows if it is, that Baylor's riding a 10-game win streak. Should they win tomorrow? Is that an 11-game win streak against Kansas? Against Kansas? Uh, yeah, that's right. 07? Yes, that 08? year that... 07 was the last time. That, and to be respectful, that almost inexplicable year when Kansas rose to number two in the country yeah. in 2007, really that, it was a super wild year in college football together because that was the year, Garrett, LSU won a national championship, what, with two or three losses? Right. Yeah, you had two or three. Yeah, because you lost to Alabama and... Yeah, I think it's Auburn. Yeah, it's just a really weird year in college football. And again, no disrespect to our Jayhawks fans, but made even more weird by the fact that at various points in the season, Kansas was a top two football team. Yeah, yeah. In the no country. disrespect whatsoever. No, no. It's just it's yeah. it's surprising. Much the same way people felt when Baylor made their yeah. went ten and three in twenty eleven. Just a very surprising thing. Um, that year they rose to number two. The that year their big rival uh, was Missouri. Missouri was number three, so that was a the border, I believe it's called the showdown now, previously called the border war, right. was a big one that year. Um, they lost to Missouri, who then went on to lose to OU in the Big 12 title game. So even though the season gets weird, it still kind of ends the same way with OU winning the Big 12 championship. Um, in this series, I didn't realize it, Kansas has not hit double digits on the scoreboard since 2014. Mm. And in that one, they lost 60-14. to 14. So every year since then, uh, they have been under 10 points, which is a testament to... Um, obviously, Coach Rule's defenses, and you got to think with Coach Aranda here, there's a possibility mm-hmm. for the same thing um, with the emphasis on defense. Previous games, they met a couple of times as non-conference opponents, once in 1988, once in 1999, so in Lawrence, in Waco. Do you remember anything about those games? Were they pretty pedestrian? 
games? Uh, Anything memorable? Yeah, I mean, I remember the one we played in Lawrence. First time I'd been there, so it was just a, kind of a cool trip to yeah. go up there. Not not much stands out. Okay. What about the 2011 game? They won 31-30 in Lawrence. That was RG3's Heisman year. Oh, gosh, yes. And that – was it the – big? I, I'm trying to remember the specifics of the season because – it was a part of a win streak, right, that Baylor ripped off quite a few so. to end the season. I think so. It was an odd game because it wasn't televised, which is right. really rare. And Kansas had the lead for most of the game. Mm-hmm. Baylor had to come from behind to win it. And we kept saying, you know, as the season went on, if Baylor had lost that game, Rob doesn't win the Heisman. Yeah. You know, if you lose to Kansas, he's not winning the Heisman. So he found a way to win it 31-30. Yeah, I remember that one being – you know, that was the, the year of the TCU win in the opener, and you start to get the idea yeah. that things are different. And I have to r- imagine that during that Kansas game, the old feeling started to flood back like maybe things aren't different. Then you pull one out, and you think, oh, maybe things are different now. Yeah, I, it, w- it was a great win. I mean, it was great to, to come from behind. Fans even then were socially distanced in Lawrence. <laughs> but That was a shot. Was a uh, shot. No disrespect. That, no disrespect. That was a shot. No, seriously, it was right about the start of... <laughs> Have you used that joke once uh, a day this week? Uh, That's the first time I've heard it. Okay. <laughs> he saved it. He wrote it down. He made a yeah. little note in his phone to use it during Fun Facts. <laughs> if the opportunity presents itself tomorrow... I'll use socially distanced, like if a defender is way off of a, <laughs> of a guy. So oh. we'll see if we can work that in. Uh, I lo- you know what I love about that joke is it's telegraphed, but it's still funny. <laughs> you know it's coming, and it's the low-hanging fruit, but you still just reach no up and grab it. No disrespect whatsoever. No disrespect. All right. All right, conference championships. Kansas has won uh, five of them, all in the Big Eight. Last one in 1968. Now, how about some fun facts about the university? Um, anyone know their official colors? We talked about Houston being scarlet and albino white. Does anyone <laughs> remember the or, or know the specific colors of the Kansas Jayhawks? I, no. I don't remember. No, I'd say red and blue, but it's more than that. That, that is, uh, I believe Alex Trebek would accept that oh. if this were Jeopardy. Okay. It is crimson and royal blue. Oh, okay. So, just for uh good looking colors yeah really i think blue and red mm-hmm. look good together yeah, good looking i think red white and blue look good together which is <laughs> i guess good as an american <laughs> all right so kansas had their first classes ever on campus on september 12th 1866 so we're almost gosh what's this 160 years since the university mm-hmm. started they launched with three faculty members and their salaries were 1600 dollars per year <laughs> so two questions do you remember your salary at your first job? And do you make that much money working at this radio station? <laughs> <laughs> do you remember your salary at your first like job job? I do. Yeah, I haven't. <laughs> Was it more than $1,600 a year? Yeah. yeah I hope so. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the answer is yes and no. Okay. <laughs> but this I, is not a full-time job for me. I I made $16,000 a year at my first job as the sports editor at the Belton Journal, nice. which I negotiated up from 15 as I was <laughs> deciding whether to take the job. The Rock Chalk Jayhawk KU chant, kind of the thing they're famous for. I'm sure it sounds, even as an opponent, I'm sure it sounds amazing uh, there at the Fog. The... Uh, the sound, the chant has evolved from a college yell that a chemistry professor proposed for the science club hmm. in 1886. So what started out as a chant for the science club uh, has evolved into probably 
um, definitely college basketball-wise, one of the most prolific and famous chants that there is. And the professor was named E.H.S. Bailey, and in his version, you said, rah, rah, Jayhawk, K.U., three times. And soon, rah, rah, they just changed it to rock chalk because Mm. it had a nice rhyme with Jayhawk. right. And it's also a reference to, um, I guess, in Lawrence, there is a Mount Oread yeah. that has a uh, chalk-like limestone. So the rock chalk not only rhymes with Jayhawk, but it's it's geographically accurate Perfect. as well. Perfect. So leave it to a science professor um, to come up with such a clever and informative chant. It makes us all smarter. That's good info. So I appreciate for that. Now, Teddy Roosevelt, great American president, said it was the greatest chant that he had ever heard. Hmm. And according to the university... And I'm calling bullcorn on this fact. But according to the university, troops used the chant when fighting in world wars and in conflicts. Really? According to the university. <laughs> I have a hard time thinking that any of our fighting men and women were right. endured through battle by chanting Rock Chalk Jay. Maybe <laughs> Kansas grads, perhaps. Yeah. yeah. I don't think that that was a uniform chant amongst <laughs> the armed forces in the middle of, of world conflicts. Um Okay, last week we, we had some hip-hop references. I'd like to revisit hip-hop real quick. This oh, will, yeah, this will be the only one, I think. I'll okay. lay out here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you need to run to the restroom, yeah. Garrett will now take care of this for a second. So last year, there's a website called watchstadium.com. I actually don't know if it's, if it's still up and running because right. of, of COVID and a lack of live sports, but they asked all 130 FBS head coaches their favorite musical act or group. And at the time, Coach Rules was Dave Matthews' band. I don't know what type of music Coach Aranda is into. I don't know if you know, but Les Miles said that his favorite artist was a hip-hop artist named 21 Savage. There's no way. There's no way. <laughs> That's a recruiting thing. <laughs> yes. Really. Got to. yes, I said <laughs> the exact same thing that. last year when I was doing this. That is absolutely him trying to relate yeah. to students because think of Les Miles and what we know of Les Miles. He who has eaten grass mm-hmm. on the field. Yep. 21 Savage is a hip-hop artist who was arrested twice in February last year, once by the ICE, which I think is a uh, like a immigration... Yeah, he claimed to be from Atlanta, I want to say, but he was actually from Europe, okay. and they deported him. So I say Les Miles cannot name one... 21 Savage lyric <laughs> at all. Do you, have, do you have any indication? I know Coach Aranda is soft-spoken. He's probably not blaring music. Right. Any any indication of what kind of tunes Coach Aranda might be listening to? I don't. I'll find out, but I couldn't even hazard a guess. Okay. That would be that would be a fun fact to know. Yeah. Coach Aranda, what's on your iPod? Yeah. That'd be yeah. just a fun... Yeah. That could be a Derek Smith pregame segment. What's on hmm. your iPod? All right. So they actually played in the first nationally televised regular season college football game, September 30th, excuse me, 20th, 1952 against TCU. They have been a part of the Big Six, Big Seven, Big Eight and Big 12 conferences. Yes. Um, Mentioned their rivalries, Missouri and Kansas State. Um, The Missouri one is called the Border Showdown. Kansas State, they call it the Sunflower Showdown. Not a intimidating name, not a not a name that really thinks we're going to go to battle the sunflower <laughs> showdown uh the missouri one was changed from the border war in 2004 and in a i guess a somewhat relevant hopefully not too relevant every year from 1901 to 2011 for 110 years kansas and missouri played except for one year in 1918 when the game was canceled because anyone take a guess 
either the flu or World War One. Flu pandemic. Wow. So, flu, really? So there, I guess there is precedent for games being canceled due to pandemic. Wow. Let's hope that history literally does not repeat itself <laughs> tomorrow. Right. Um, they've never had a Heisman winner. Obviously, they've had some studs. Gail Sayers, we mentioned. John Riggins. Um, the Outland Trophy, which is given every year to what? The best interior lineman? I think so. Uh, was named after John Outland, who played at Kansas at the very end of the 19th century, 1895 and 1896. He coached there for one season. He felt like tackles and guards didn't get enough recognition, so he conceived the Outland Trophy. Uh, it was first given out in 1946. And in a bit of irony, no Kansas player has ever won the mm. Outland Trophy. Right. Not a shot. Not a shot. Just no a fun fact. No disrespect. Um, before we get to alumni, real quick, Fog Allen, um, obviously – well regarded in basketball and i'm sure in lawrence he is a deity he also coached football for the jayhawks mm. um eddie cameron did the same at duke um there's a few others i think maybe a couple of years ago we may have gone through the whole list but fog allen not nearly the um he was five two and one as a football coach and a baseball coach he was <laughs> six 17 and one so wow. fog allen kind of ran the gamut there um Let's do notable alumni, and then if we have time, and you tell me, we'll do um, solar system talk as it <laughs> relates to Kansas. Um, notable alums, um, Scott Bakula. Yeah. Does it, do you know who Scott Bakula is, no Garrett? I have no idea who that is. You would know him if you saw him. He's currently, um, if it's still in the air, on NCIS New Orleans. He's yeah. like the leader of the crew. He's the main okay. guy there. All right. He is most known uh, for being in a television show called Quantum Leap, yeah. which was amazing. It's from the 80s. And he was also <laughs> no, I have no idea. the quarterback. Wait, wait. You don't think NCIS New Orleans has usurped Quantum Leap? Not in my world. Really? No. Quantum <laughs> Leap. Oh, man. Quantum Leap was amazing. Uh, but he was also in one of the great underrated football movies of all time called Necessary Roughness. Oh, Love it. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So That's he's the quarterback. One. The okay. old man. Paul Blake all is right. his name in the movie. Um, U.S. Senator, former presidential candidate Bob Dole, a Kansas graduate. Uh, Benjamin Hall, who actually helped develop, co-develop the hepatitis B vaccine. Um, Bill James, if you're a sabermetric guy, if you're an analytics guy in baseball, Bill James is a Kansas alum. Um, I don't know if either of your spouses are into designer handbags, but Kate Spade of the designer handbag line is a Kansas graduate. Um, Mandy Patinkin, you may know him best as Saul from Homeland. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know, truthfully, what else he's ever been in. Um did you guys ever watch Homeland? Mm -mm, I've never seen it. I like the show. I started watching it, but uh -huh. I had to quit. The language was just too bad. The language is really bad. Also, it went from like the first season, it's one of the great television shows I've ever seen, to the second season not knowing what was going on. Oh, really? Like no show fell off a cliff. Huh. It sprinted off the cliff. Like okay. it was a bad deal. Bill Farmer, the voice of Foghorn Leghorn, oh. Yosemite Sam, and Goofy, a Kansas alum. Um, Paul Rudd, who's genius yes. in everything that he's in, including the uh, Ant-Man and Wasp and Avengers movies. He's terrific. Lynette Woodard, the first female Globetrotter ever played at Kansas. She's an alum. Um, and, and someone that I think is greatness for a variety of reasons, Don Johnson uh, yeah. from Miami Vice. Right. And... In my opinion, the greatest role he ever played was David Sims in Ten Cup. He plays the villain <laughs> yeah. in Ten Cup, which is a phenomenal role. And then they've got three graduates who've actually been to space. Joe Engel, Ronald Evans, and Steve Hawley have all been to space. And then obviously we mentioned Gail Sayers, um, who was a great Kansas back. And I didn't realize until they were talking about him earlier this week, he passed on Monday, correct? Yes. Okay. Was it Monday or Tuesday? Just, I think Tuesday. Just seven years in the NFL is all he played. Yeah, knee injuries. Yeah, and yet a Hall of Famer and, and still 
I heard a conversation today about how successful he would be playing in today's mm. NFL. Yeah. So um, there's your notable alums. I can spare solar system talk if we need to take a break. Yeah, well, let's take a break, see what time we have left coming back. Okay. okay? You, I, I want to hear the connection to the solar system. <laughs> you have an agenda. You have a show to do. I'll stay through the break, and if we have time, I'm happy to do it. Yeah, we'll ask uh, Stretch if he minds if Chris sticks Oh, you guys got to mix with uh, the next show, don't you? Yeah, we do. Well, we'll we'll be good. I may be here when we get back. I may not. No, you stay. We'll be right back. Chris Allman is with us. Fun facts to know and tell. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Marineland Boating Center, I-35 and Loop 340 South. Also by Amanda Cunningham, Caldwell Banker, Apex Realtor. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you are searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham. Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Triple S Sports is your one-stop shop for all baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from the names you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Play ball! Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest sublimated apparel and custom caps. Ask about team, league, and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplessports.com. You're out! Beach totes and flip-flop season will soon be here. So the gift horse is having a winter sale. Find lightweight capes, jackets, leggings, and more. And stock up on gloves and scarves. Check out our select Brighton clearance table and enjoy free gift wrapping. From everyday items to perfectly packaged gifts, you'll find it all at the gift horse. Located at 2056 North Valley Mills Drive, the corner of Valley Mills and Cobbs Drive. Hey, it's Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley's show is Stephen Simcox. If you thought about buying your first home and you weren't sure where to start or if you qualify, NeighborWorks Waco has been assisting Central Texans in the home buying process for the past 27 years and they're ready to assist you. Not enough money for down payment or low credit score? NeighborWorks Waco has programs that help you improve your credit score and they help you get the best loan with the least out-of-pocket expense. Plus, they make sure you know just what to look for in selecting the perfect home for you and your family. Call 254-752-1647 or visit the website at nw-waco.org to get started. NeighborWorks Waco currently operating with social distancing protocol in place so you can access your programs knowing your safety is their highest priority. NeighborWorks Waco is your trusted source for home ownership the right way. Plus, NeighborWorks Waco supports Coach Dave Aranda in Baylor Athletics all the way. Sick'em, Bears. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care Waco. 833 North Valley Mills Drive. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 6, Saturday, 8 to 5. High school football was in action Thursday night as Shoemaker picked up their first win of the 2020 season as they topped San Angelo Central 61-35. University, they fell to AM Consolidated 63-13. Tonight, we'll have multiple games across our network of stations. Robinson will host Vernon on AM 1590 and 99.3 FM. 
Pre-game at 7 with kickoff at 7.30. Midway, they'll host Round Rock and will be a glorified scrimmage on ESPN Central Texas at 7. And Temple will open up with Longview at AT&T Stadium with pre-game beginning at 7.30. Kickoff approximately 8 p.m. on AM 1330 and 93.9 FM, Fox Sports Central Texas. Also, all games can be streamed live on our website, CentexSportsFan.com. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Airbnb. <laughs> Sorry, Garrett, that was on me. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was me. All right, uh, we need to wrap things up, but we do want to uh, finish uh, the conversation with Chris Allman. Uh, so you say there is a relation between the University of Kansas, known as KU, and the solar system. Yes. Okay. If I'm understanding solar systems correctly, okay. it's been a long time since I did elementary school science. Okay. Man, I have no respect for the clock. I'm sorry. It's 956. <laughs> uh, an astronomer and Kansas alumnus named Clyde Tombaugh in 1930 discovered the planet Pluto. But unfortunately, as most people know now, Pluto is no longer classified as a planet. Did you guys know this? Yeah, okay. that's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. If we're going to get mad about things, let's get mad about Pluto <laughs> exactly. not being a planet anymore. <laughs> there was a resolution that was created to redefine the official definition of a planet. So Clyde Tombaugh, who does something only nine people have ever done, I guess eight because no one like discovered Earth. Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That's true. That's that. true. God. <laughs> Go ahead. God discovered Earth. Um, that, was really funny. No, that was really funny because now I want to get into like, I want to get into the theology no. of, yes, Jesus was there at the creation of the earth. He's part of the Trinity. Um, so would you guys like to know the three conditions for an object to be considered a planet? This will be your yes. informative. Okay. Yes, we would. It must orbit around the sun. It must be massive enough to be rounded by its own gravity. More specifically, its own gravity should pull it into a shape defined by hydrostatic equilibrium, and it must have cleared the neighborhood around its orbit. So Pluto does not meet those things. And I guess huh. I guess the third criteria is what Pluto... That's what got him. That's what got yeah, him. Yeah. Doggone it. Him. It's always that... <laughs> It's always clearing the neighborhood that'll get you when you're a planet. So to be clear, it was a Kansas grad that discovered that, Pluto? That discovered Pluto in okay. 1930. 1930. And I can only imagine it was a Kansas state or a Missouri grad that took it away from him <laughs> in 2006. <laughs> Probably right. Hey, thanks. Appreciate it. Good yeah. stuff. Thanks Good for stuff. letting me detonate your clock for 30 no, minutes. Oh, it's fine. I mean, Garrett's going to be in that it. chair <laughs> for the next two hours Who's anyway, up next week? So. Who are they playing next week? Uh, at West Virginia. Oh, uh, yeah. Can't That'll wait. That'll be good. We get to revisit John Denver. Yeah. Country Roads. And maybe the audio of Derek and Hoot singing it. Do we oh, still have that? Oh, that'll be good. Oh, yeah. We can find that. Okay. That'll be good. Very good. All Thank right. Thank you. Chris is already planning ahead for next week. Appreciate his fun facts to know and tell. And share and amaze your friends with about Baylor's opponent, the Kansas Jayhawks. We look forward to the actual game tomorrow. 6.30 kickoff for the Bears and the Jayhawks. We'll talk to you from McLean Stadium. Stay tuned. Game time is next here on ESPN Central Texas. You know, if it's not about sports, I find it very hard to concentrate.